Hi, everybody. Larry Gassman with you in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. I'm co-chair of Accessible World. And I don't know that we've ever done this before where we've left in December and Jeff Bishop was there in December to do a program for us. And he's back again. So on two successive evenings, he's with us to do two different programs. That's probably minutiae to you, but I, I found it interesting. In any event, he's here tonight along with myself to some degree to talk about podcasting, something that I would assume we all do. I, I won't ask you to raise your hands, but most of us by now have gotten into the world of looking at podcasting, and we have our favorites. Some of us have just a couple that we listen to on a weekly basis. Others, like Jeff, have a few more, so we'll ask him in just a moment to tell us how many he actually has. But welcome back to Tech Talk for 2021, January 4. Jeff Bishop, thanks for coming to Tech Talk. Hey, thank you, Larry. I hope everyone's doing great and enjoyed their holiday uh, break and yep. uh, Christmas and however else you might have celebrated it. Well, t- tonight we're going to talk about podcasting. And, um, and and we'll dive into as much detail as people really want we're going to start with some basics here and then we'll kind of branch from there uh the goal of this really is to be very interactive so uh, i'm going to pause a lot and wait for people to ask questions and and uh, you know i'd like you to keep the questions pertinent to the topics that we've discussed and then we'll open it up for q a probably 30 to 40 minutes in and let you ask questions uh you know then that pertain to anything related to podcasting, okay? And so, by the way, just to get people interested in terms of, because I told you that some people only have one or two. I've got about 20 that I listen to. T- tell those who weren't here earlier how many podcasts you listen to. Well, I, I will say this. The goal of tonight's presentation is to get one more. So that <laughs> if I get one more, then I will have subscribed to 666 podcasts which seems a good way to start the year right it does it does it does yeah i'm not sure if other might others might agree with that but i don't know i just it's an odd sense of humor i have i know i love it. that's a lot <laughs> <of humor>. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 what is a podcast you know when we when we think about we're going to dive real deep back here when we think when, when we think about storytelling storytelling started when mankind was very young, even back in the biblical days, why do we have the Bible now? Right. It's because stories were handed down from generation to generation. And this is how things are remembered throughout history. And this is how history is, you know, told Uh, your, your grandparents will tell you their history. Uh, Your parents will tell you stories. Sometimes parents will not necessarily tell the truth. It's always good to get, different sides of stories, one from the husband and one from the wife. And you probably want to take the middle of those two stories to find out which one's right. <laughs> Cause uh, at least the guys tend to uh, blossom a bit and tell, you know, I caught a bigger fish than, you know, he really did. So the reason I start with this is because that's truly what a podcast is, right? It's a, it's a way of communicating an idea or a story or a message to an audience. You can think of it as 
you know, the equivalent of an old time radio show on demand or a newscast on demand or a movie or a TV show or a sitcom, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter because all of these things that I'm mentioning are represented, represented in podcasts. Um, I literally have all of these things in some way, shape or form in my podcast app of choice. And I actually use lots of them and I'll describe to you why I use some versus others and why you might want to choose one over the other. There's, there's lots of really uh, great podcasting applications out there and we'll get into that. So how did podcasts start? Well, they first started uh, really through the dissemination of what we call RSS feeds, really simple syndicated feeds. This, uh, this started back in the mid 2000s, maybe 2004, 2005. And there are still podcasts that started back then and they're still going strong. I can think of uh, the Nasilla cast is a great example of, of a podcast that's been on for, wow, oh, 15 plus years and still going strong. Um, I can actually think of FSCast, which was actually December of 2006 with Jonathan yeah. Mosin, maybe a tad right. later, but it's still going strong. The hosts have changed, but the podcast is very popular. Right. And, and it's changed platforms and we'll talk about all of that too. Sure. And, and we'll give people advice as if, if you're going to start a podcast, uh, things you, you want to consider. We're not going di- to dive too deep into that because honestly, we could take an, a whole hour on that topic. Um, so, so a podcast is, is basically that it's, it's basically a way of telling a story or telling a message or communicating an idea, um, that, you know, you want to get out to an audience. Um, iTunes has the largest podcasting directory. Uh, it's really because Apple started this space, really. It, uh, Apple didn't really start it, but they, they were the first to really, grab onto it and make it their own. So to this day, I think it's probably the widest used directory by almost all podcasting applications. They all hook in and pull information from that directory. So uh, whether you have an iPhone or not, um, whether you use a Windows podcasting application or a Mac or an Android phone or an iPhone, it doesn't matter. Uh, the APIs or the application programming interfaces are available to be able to pull that data from the iTunes library and get at it. It's all open and, and, and great. Um, I, I will say this, that their, their podcasting has changed a little bit. There are now networks that are closed. Um, what this means is that you must subscribe to them like you would for cable television. This is completely against the whole notion of podcasts. And those of us who, who have been podcasting for a really long time or been in this space for a really long time are very, very adamant against these closed networks. Yes, certainly you can do this. You, I can think of uh, people like Luminary, for example, is a, is a really common platform where you have to subscribe to be able to obtain their content. And some really big podcasting uh, or podcasters have moved to Luminary 
and are no longer freely distributable, um, which is really, really a shame. It defeats the whole open nature of podcasting, and it's, it's, it's rather unfortunate. Okay, well, how do you get started? Well, you need to find a, a way of, of, of consuming your podcasts. Now, you can use the Victor Reader stream. It's got the ability to, and we're not going to dive deep on, on how you do it on the Victor Reader stream. We could, again, spend a good half an hour on that topic alone. But if you have a Victor Reader stream, they, they access the iTunes library. They also have their favorite podcasts marked up on the stream so that you have direct access to them. Um, you, can, you can use your, your iPhone, and we'll talk about a number of applications uh, that are on that. We're going to stick to the basics here on apps first, just so that you know uh, you know where to get them. On the iPhone, uh, the Podcasts, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S app, is already on your iPhone, or at least it should be, unless you removed it. And while I would not necessarily use this app as my go-to choice, it's, it's a solid app. Um, you would not go wrong in using it. It's free. And the beauty of that app, uh, the reason I even keep it on my phone, be- is because I think it is the best app in showing you what are the latest podcasts that have come out and where they're landing on the charts. Um, so if you are interested in learning about a topic or you're interested in finding out what's current or what might be interesting for you to subscribe to, that's one way for you to do that. I will often open up the podcasts app and I'll just look at what's new. Um, I'm a, I'm a big, big audio drama fan and I use that app specifically to go see what's new in the fiction category, uh, in, in the iTunes library. There are categories and we'll talk about the categories in a few minutes, but the, but the one for audio drama, if you're into audio drama and who isn't, and if you're not, you should be. Um, it's, it's awesome. Uh, that's under the fiction category. And I find that it's easiest to know what's new there by looking in the actual podcasts app. Other apps um, like Castro and Overcast and Downcast and Pocket Cast and Eyecatcher, uh, there, there's a number of them out there. Um, I don't think that that the others do as good a job, as good of a job as the podcast app does. And I think it's because Apple has direct access to uh, being able to share that data with you in a way that is easily retrievable for them. And that's probably why. Again, so keep that on your phone. Um, I don't subscribe to any podcast in that app. But it's my go-to choice of looking to see, you know, it's kind of like browsing the TV guide. Well, who does that on paper anymore? But if you did, that would be like what the TV guide would be that would sit, that would sit on your coffee table, right? That's how I use that app. My favorite podcasting app on the iPhone, um, I really have two. Uh, although, although I have, I don't know, seven or eight on my, on my phone. My favorite two are Overcast which is a free app unless you want to uh, contribute. I think it's $10 a year. You get some additional benefits. It's mainly the ability to uh, 
have space so you can upload content and have it served up as a podcast. Uh, say you have some audiobooks, you want to load those up. You could do that and, and actually upload that to a server and then, and then actually stream them from the Overcast app. And the Downcast app is, is another um, oldie but a goodie. It's uh, the, the, the only real reason that I keep that one around is because it allows me to very quickly and efficiently send files from a podcast episode. It doesn't happen very often, but if there's a topic that I want to keep around or I want to archive for whatever reason, I can do that very, very quickly with Downcast. It allows me to send it through the Files app and upload it either to my iCloud drive or to Dropbox or OneDrive or wherever I want to move the, the file to. So those are my apps of choice. Um, there, there are a number of other apps which are very, very popular on the iPhone. Um, the most popular one right now, and the one that seems to be getting the most draw, is an app called Castro, C-A-S-T-R-O. This is not a free app. It costs, I believe, $18.99 a year unless you want the family subscription, and then it's a little bit more, I think, um, which would allow you to share the app with all of the people within your family. It's, it's got an interesting... Um, it's got an interesting UI. Jonathan Mosen has done a, a really great podcast, and, if, and, and perhaps we can link Larry to it um, in the show notes when the show notes come out. Yeah, uh, he he did a he did a great podcast on on Castro. We probably could spend good thirty to forty five minutes just talking about Castro. Um, it it has a unique inbox approach where you can tell it and train it. These are the podcasts that I'm most interested in. So let's say, yeah, I subscribe to six hundred and sixty five, but here are the top fifty that I know that I have to listen to every day, or at least get through. These are the these are the most important ones. And you can cue them. You can even rank them in a in a priority order so that you listen to them in the order that, that you want to be able to hear them in. Um, other applications have, like iCatcher have something a little similar, but not quite like that. Uh, but but it is uh, uh, an app that is very seemingly very very popular right now, and it's one that um, if you if you went with it you know, uh, it wouldn't be a bad choice. Um, if you have an Echo Dot or, uh, or an A-Lady device, then you might want to consider Pocket Cast. Now, um, I don't necessarily like Pocket Cast's UI. It's a little, it's a little weird. Um, especially if you're subscribed to lots of uh, podcasts, it can be a bit chatty to be able to get through them. At least it used to be. Now I haven't opened it up and looked at it in the last, I don't know, three or four months. So it may have changed, but I don't think so. I don't think that I've seen that, that they've changed this area too, too much. But the reason why this one is cool, if you use an A-Lady device, uh, and this is also true of the podcast app as well, if you subscribe to a podcast in the podcast app or in Pocket Casts, and you and you tell it your account information for Pocket Casts, then what will happen is if you're listening to it on your A Lady and you get let's say 17 minutes into your episode, 
and you went, oh man, I got to go catch my bus. Well, no one's doing that right now, but let's just assume that you did. Then you could grab your iPhone, you know, throw it in your pocket and run outside, plug in your headphones as long as you're safe and go to the podcast, uh, the Pocket Casts app, tap on that episode and it will pick up where you left off from where the A-Lady was playing. So that's cool. If that's something that's of interest to you, then by all means, um, that might be one that you might want to consider. And I think, didn't National Public Radio purchase Pocket Casts? I believe so. I believe they I did. So, yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they're still, I think they're, they're still charging for it. I guess that's one way of donating to NPR. Um, so uh, that, you know, there's a lot more. We could, we could cover podcast apps on the iPhone for the whole hour, really, honestly. Um, but these are just a few. Um, and we should also on- mention that it used to be that everybody would listen to podcasts on their computer. That has mm-hmm. changed drastically. I don't, Nobody I think really does that now, anymore. What is it? 80% listen on the iPhone. I may be one of just a few that still listen on the computer. And there are very few that are accessible. The only two that I know that are accessible on the computer are, are Lee Seacast from Brian Harjan and uh, QCast, which never used to be. Version 1.8 was around for years, and it never got updated. He stopped doing things with it, and we thought, well, that takes care of that. And then we heard from Chris Grabowski, oh, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, saying that he came out with version 1.9. He which did. Fi- yes, which fixed all of those podcast issues where you would go to grab a podcast and it would say unavailable. Now they're available, and now QCast is a very viable option if you want to listen on your computer, which I still do. I've got a phone with a, several apps on it, but I enjoy listening on the on the on the computer when I'm here. So there are at least a if couple you, of. If you don't subscribe to a lot of podcasts, it's also another great way of getting the mp3 files downloaded and being able sure. to play them in whatever player you want, right? Winamp, uh, FUBAR, right? Whatever, whatever VLC, whatever you want to listen to them in. Um, so that's another great app. And, and QCast, by the way, is $10. I know this because I just bought it recently. Um, but if you update, it's free. What is it? Is get access. Is it get? Get accessible net or .com. Somebody go check. I don't remember. I should know that because I did it, it what, was two org. days ago. Yeah, John thought it was org. Oh, I don't know. Okay, somebody remember. check. I'll, I'll somebody, 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 somebody check, and then we'll, we'll we'll correct it. I'll come back. I'll check. So, who who here is on Android? By the way, is anyone here on Android? Is using an Android device? Yes, Nancy Younger's on Android. Hello, Happy New Year. Hi, hi, Nancy. So, what are you using for podcasts on your Android podcast device? addict? Well, Podcast Addict is kind of interesting. Okay, good. Now, the reason I ask you that is because Android is one of these situations where, you know, I, I, I don't use it that often. And so um, that landscape changes. Um, there was one called Dog, Dog something. Dog, forget. It, anyway, there, um, so you're recommending Podcast Addict? I know of that. No, I, think, 
I think it's pretty good. I, yes, I think I, I don't know of any others. I mean, I might have a couple others on my Braille Touch Plus too, but I have a stream, but I haven't really used that for podcasting yet. But thank, I, I podcast that is good. I don't know of any others. Good, at the yeah, moment. I've heard of that, and I know people have used it and really, 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 really enjoy it. So if you're on an Android device, that would be the app for you to to take a look at. Um, Jeff, it, yeah. Yeah, this is Shirley. I'm I'm using the Polaris, and I've been looking for one, um, a good app to use on there. I thought somebody mentioned something about, and maybe that's what you were talking about, and I got my terminology mixed up. Something about okay. Podcast Pocket or Pocket Podcast or Pocket Cast, something like that. Yeah, that's also available on Android. I and what is it called again? Pocket Casts. Pocket yes, Cast. Okay, maybe yes, that's what he was that. talking about. Right. In fact, I do have Pocket Cast on my, uh, on, uh, also, I forgot about that. I haven't used it yet, but thank you. You're right. Uh, yeah, the only and you say I that one is, is also available for the uh, A devices? Well, it, it is. They have, a, they have a, uh, an A lady skill. So you have oh, to install okay. the skill. And then you, what you do is when you, create, when you use Pocket Cast, you have to create an account. And then, right. and then, and then when you install the A Lady skill, you have to go in on your A Lady app, <laughs> um, and, okay. and 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 sign into that account so it knows who you are, right? In other words, okay. if you just if you just if you just have this skill, it's not going to know who you are from anyone else. Sure. So you so you have to give it the information that ties you to that to that skill. And then if you okay. listen to a podcast on, on your A-Lady device, or you listen to it on your computer or your Polaris or whatever, as long as you're using, you know, uh, a podcast, uh, a pocket cast solution, whether it's on the website, because you can do it on the web too, or an app, okay. um, then it should remember where you left off and, 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 re- and start playing from where you left off. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, thank you. I'll have to explore yeah, that more. And and I know yeah. I talked to somebody else that was going to help me with the Victor Reader because I got one of those recently. And I know you mentioned that was a good one to put com- podcasts oh. on too. And I haven't learned it yet. Well, Tyson well, also- is the go-to guy if you want to talk um, uh, the Victor Reader stream and podcasts and all that. In fact, he did a whole series of uh, ACB community events yeah i was sorry i missed those i know those were on before i got this thing so i didn't listen to them them but i have them all oh you do okay i'll have to talk with you offline sometime then thank you jeff there's also one called podcast player but i've had that on there but i I just put it on there i don't know what it's like yet though however yeah i I think i think nancy the problem with 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 some of these is we don't know how accessible they are yeah, right. we don't and know. So, That's and, the problem. Right, Thank right. you. So I think, so I think it, it, it's a little... I, I would stick with the one that you use most often because... Podcast Addict. Yeah. Yeah, because you know it works. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? I do. Thank yeah, you. That's yep, right. I sure that's do. Right. Yeah, that's Thank right. you. You bet. Now, QCast is interesting in that it, it, it has a very simple interface. It's got uh, a, a list of the, of the podcasts that you subscribe to and then and you can tab and, and look at the list of episodes. Um, you can... You can then play an episode. You can, you know, all of that. Um, it, it's it's a very 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 simple app. If you're looking for uh, something that's very very simple and you want to listen to your podcasts on your uh, computer, then honestly, I think that's probably the the best way to go. Um, 
as, as Larry suggested, Lisi does have um, podcasting uh, ability built into it as well. But I think, honestly, if you're going to do that, I would probably go with QCast. It's probably going to be, um, well, I think it depends on how many podcasts you have. Um, we're going to find out how, how well it handles 665 because I'm going to import my OPML file into oh, cool. uh, QCast and we'll see if I can kill it. We'll see. If we'll-, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I may be the beast after, uh, at least you might think that I am after importing 665. <laughs> you might just say, you know, it. it's not worth it. Let's go back to version 1.8. <laughs> yeah. 1.8. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I tell you, Jeff, I could see you killing that app with all those feeds. Oh, it's great stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, before we, okay, so let's open it up for questions now and then we'll continue on from there. Okay. Well, Mitchell's already talking and he's got his hand raised first. So go ahead, Mitchell. All right. Since he updated the QCast app, um, does it still not go through with multiple downloads or so that's why I stopped using it was because when you would do multiple downloads, it would say not responding and other things. I have yeah. not tried that. I have not tried that myself. I think, um, I think it, it, you know, uh, it's like anything else. It's, it's probably using a queuing system there to be able to download them. And, and if you throw a bunch of downloads at it all at once, it's, you know, you probably are going to situ- see a situation where the app will, you know, act like it's not responding, but it really is probably downloading things in the background. Doesn't, doesn't that have like a week trial, like a seven day trial or something? I think so. Okay. Who else we've got? Okay, Bobby Vinton is next. Bobby, can you unmute yourself? Am I unmuted? You yes. are. Hi, Bobby. How are you? Um, hey, Jeff. Um, I have a question about an app on Windows. It came from this website called WebIE.org. Um, it's oh, called Webby, Accessible yes. Podcatcher. Now, it's Accessible Podcatcher. Does it still update or no? You know, Bobby, I used that a really long time ago, and I and I honestly don't know. Um, I wish I did off the top of my head. Um, but, Bobby, go give it a try and let us know. And can you play podcasts with QCasts? I like to play them you before. Can. Oh, I see. Before you download them. Yeah. Uh, I bet you it's going to download the file First. I don't think it will stream it. Oh, because accessible podcatcher used to play them. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I want something I think, for Windows that doesn't make you wait to download. Like I want to be able to play the podcast. Well, how? how well, okay. I, I mean, with with today's internet, um, with mo- most bandwidth that people have, uh, it shouldn't take long to download. I mean. What a forty meg file, fifty meg file. It should what twenty seconds or something. Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it. I don't think with today's technology, you're going to have as much of a problem as you, as you would maybe you know, ten, fifteen years ago. Nope, not at all. All right. Who else we got? By the, by the way, the, it is getaccessibleapps.com. dot com. Okay. Thank dot you. Com. All right. Good. Okay. 
Next question is area code 718. You can unmute yourself and ask your question. 718. Yep. Uh, Bob from the Bronx. Uh, hey, man, I like how's it going? Okay. Uh, too bad about the Giants. But anyway, uh, I'd like to – I used to <laughs> – I still listen to my podcast rather in faster speed. So Overcast is great on the iPhone. Do you have a, 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 any solutions for listening to it at faster speed using an Echo device? Oh wow! Um, and no, I I, I yeah, don't. Un- I unfortunately, don't so. I don't think she can do that. She can do volume up, volume down. She can also. She can also. You can actually, for your information, have her talk at at faster speed. Right. I, yes. yes. I was just. But as far as playing audio no. podcasts, I have no. not seen that. I was wondering if you have. Yeah. I, I, okay. I listen. I listen at uh, anything. Every, everything from 2.0 to 2.9, Warp depending speed. upon the podcast. Uh, well, because some people talk really, really, really slow. Yes. And I, I can't can. stand that. I, I, I just, there are some podcasts that I won't listen to if I have to listen to them on normal speed. If well, I can't speed you, you up, uh, that's not, it's not going to happen. I'll bet you you um, really speeded up Stephen Fry on the Harry Potter books, didn't you? Oh, I most certainly did. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? He was great, oh, yeah, but my yeah. gosh, did he read that slow? Oh, very. <laughs> yes, yes. But he's great, though. I mean, we're not yes. going to we're not going to knock him because we love Stephen no, no, Fry. No. Oh no, because no, 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 no. I think he's terrific. He's amazing. If you haven't read the Stephen Fry versions of the Harry Potter books, oh, oh my, he's it's the best. Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Okay. Thanks. Okay, next is uh, Steve Bauer. You can uh, unmute yourself and ask your question, Steve. Okay, thank you. Uh, Hi, Steve. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Um, I have a question. I uh, use my Victory Reader stream for almost all my podcasting, and I used QCast before that. I'm thrilled to hear that it's actually uh, been revitalized. And I used, uh, I forgot what it's called now. They used to be called iPodder, and then they changed the name because Yes, iPodder. Yes, and NovaPod and... I can't think uh, what it's called. Anyway, my question is: in, in all three of these platforms that I've used um, on a Juice? semi-regular you basis, Juice, by the way, Steve. I'm sorry. What's that? Do you remember Juice? Uh, ju- yeah, yeah, Juice. That, that was the one I was trying. That, that, that's what they renamed Juice it was, as. Juice yeah. was amazing. Yeah, Juice Love was great. Juice. Yeah, Juice was great. Um, <laughs> kind of so out with here. with with Juice and. Um, QCast and the Victor, which are the three that I have the most uh, experience with, yep. on a semi-regular basis, maybe once every couple months, whatever, just seemingly randomly, three or four podcasts will suddenly decide that episodes I've already downloaded are considered new episodes, and I'll get, you know... Oh, isn't that, isn't that lovely? And, and I'm just wondering, especially on the Victor stream, because you can't, you know, it has to download, and there's no way to not do that, yeah. which is the big yeah. disadvantage of the stream, yeah. but... Yeah. Uh, uh, do you happen to know why is that, and how do you prevent it from happening, <laughs> if there is a way? Yeah, so so the reason this happens is um, there is a unique identifier. We're going to go a little geeky here, but there is a unique identifier uh, tied to each uh, entry in an, in a podcast feed. And for whatever reason, in fact, this happened recently to um, the ACB convention podcast feed. And not only did it do it on the Victor Reader stream, but it did it on Overcast and Downcast and almost every app that I had installed. It downloaded 300 and some uh, podcast episodes. Trust me, when I got up in the morning, I was not very happy uh, having to go clear that mess. Um, 
And, and so depending upon your hosting provider, and we'll get to hosting providers in a few minutes, uh, if they make a change to their system for whatever reason, that can happen. So this is not really probably a client issue so much as it is, although, although it can be caused by the client, meaning the podcasting, you know, the podcatcher, as we kind of call them, it can be caused by that, especially if, if, if they're not maintaining their database well. Um, but more than likely, it's caused by the provider of the podcast feed. So this is, uh, this is something that is a little bit beyond our control on, um, you know, how the feeds are maintained. But if, if everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, that should be very minimal. And generally is. It, it, it doesn't happen that often. No, it, it's, it's happening a lot less than it was, you know, 12, 14 years ago when I first started listening oh, yeah. to podcasts. Oh, the, oh, well, the really obnoxious one is I, re, I uh, subscribed to an NPR, it doesn't exist anymore, an NPR concerts podcast, and they had like two-hour podcasts. And when it downloaded 100 episodes and my internet connection was rather slow, to put it mildly, uh, that was really annoying. But I guess, uh-huh. uh, yeah, hopefully it'll happen less often these days. Yep. No, great one. And uh, thanks for reminiscing with me on juice and all that. Oh, man, those are the those are the good old days, buddy. Yes, they were. Boy, oh boy. Yep. yep. I used juice long after people said get rid of it because it oh, was no, so. Oh no, I cool. used juice oh, for years. I only stopped using juice when I think it was my Windows ninety. No, I think it was my Windows eight computer would not. Uh, it wouldn't run on Windows eight anymore. I think it ran on XP. Maybe I have that wrong. It was even before that. But yeah, it was a great program. Ju- yeah. Juice is great. Juice is we great. tried to get it to run. We worked, did all kinds of things, but it, it eventually just. Oh, stopped. I knew the developer of Juice, and I, I, I talked oh. with him, and I, you know, begged him to co- to continue to maintain it, and wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pod Nova. There were a oh bunch of them. There I, I, bunch I will of go and get the new version of QCast. So that's that's great news. Yeah. Another basically, option. what he did was he it. fixed the SSL certificate. Uh, you know, logic in there. So if you have a, 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 a podcast that uses, uh, you know, encryption, which most are now, at least more and more are. Um, in fact, all of the uh, ACB radio podcast feeds are now using SSL. Um, that's why it wouldn't pull those down because you needed to make a change to make that happen. So, cool. okay. Any other questions before we move on to, um, yeah. what it takes. Yeah, we got a couple more podcast. Okay. Uh, DJ Kessler's next. Uh, DJ, you can unmute yourself and ask your question, please. Hi, DJ. Hey, um, wait, do I understand correctly about, um, over overcast? Um, overcast, like I yes. have a, uh, they, um, like I have a bunch that I just have that come in that can be played streamed and I don't have to, um, download them. Oh yeah, you can do that with most podcatcher applications. Um, you can tell it not to download. You can tell it just to stream the episodes. You can uh, you can do that with almost all of the uh, clients that I've mentioned tonight. Okay, so but what determines is it the catcher or the sender? The, it's the, the catcher. It is the catcher. Okay, no, because I have people ask me. Um, I volunteer yep. in a Braille. Uh, yep. Braille Institute's yep. uh, podcast class, and it, it comes up periodically, and yeah. it's just a matter you, of finding how they each do that. Thank yep. you. A good podcast, okay. a good podcatcher will allow you to define these things per podcast. 
Yes. So you could so you could do things like on this podcast I want to download them. On this one I want you to stream them. On this yes. one I want you to only download them when I get connected to a wireless network. You know, I got, yeah, I, I got a question if you guys I catcher is great for that, by the way. Yeah. That's that's another really, really good one, by the way. Okay. Now can these all does everybody can they access them from their Windows PCs? If you have an app like QCast, then uh-huh. yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, I see Jeannie Gallagher okay. has her hand up. Jeannie. Give her a few seconds to unmute. Audio now unmuted okay. alert. Yes. Zoom uh, meeting. Mr. Bishop, how are you doing? I am well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Call um, me Jeff though, because Mr. Bishop's my dad and oh, okay. he's, he's a lot older than me. So um does Microsoft have any podcasts by any chance? <laughs> wow. Um, I work for Microsoft and I should know this. Um, uh, actually they do. Um, there, there, <laughs> um, there are a number of them. Um, uh, I, and I subscribe to a few of them. Uh, there's the IntraZone. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm not sure how to tell you how to find them, though. Um, I, I would be interested in particularly the ones that have to do with disability, you know. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. I am not aware of uh, a podcast from Microsoft on disability. Okay. The, 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 the only one I would maybe re- recommend to you is the Windows Insider um, podcast, which sometimes talks about accessibility, but that would be, I, I cannot, I'm trying to quickly go through the alphabet of, of my, cause I, I see these things all, all the time every day. And I'm trying to just scroll through my brain here just to see if I can think of one that is sponsored by Microsoft. That is an accessibility related podcast. And I don't think so. I think that you will find though, that, that there are a number of um, Microsoft people who will appear on um, podcasts throughout the community, like the assistive te- technology update. Um, uh, Victor from the UK appeared um, on um, on a podcast just recently. Um, I know Jenny, Jenny LeFleury has, has appeared on, you know, podcasts. So uh, I think you're going to find that's probably more true than say a, a, a Microsoft sponsored accessibility podcast, but I don't want to speak for the company on this because honestly, I'm on, I don't rep, I don't represent that arm of the company. So I want to make it perfectly clear to you that, that I'm speaking to you as an individual and that, and not as a person who works at Microsoft tonight. Okay. I want to make that really clear. Yeah, I got it. I understand. Okay. Yeah, you bet. And that's the last question for now. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about what does it take to get a podcast going and um, why might you want, you know, want to do that? Well, again, it's all about telling your story or getting your message out. And, um, you know, the first thing you need to, to determine is, do I have a compelling enough story or message to, to talk about. And 
And I think that the, the, the best idea that I have for you around that is to say, you know, try to come up with five or six episodes or at least outlines of episodes that you probably want to record before you just record them to see if you actually do have enough content that, that you want to be able to really get the message out on. Um, if you do, that's a good start, right? Of having that outline, all of these outlines together. And you, you know, then you can start working on, on the technical um, solutions to all of this. You can go simple or extremely complex. So let's talk about the most simple solutions, why you might want to use them, and why you probably don't want to use them. Um, I think the most popular one right now is Anchor. Um, many of the podcasts that you see that are released today are on the Anchor platform. Anchor is a, is a website. It's also an app. Um, you can, you, and it's free, so you can post content on Anchor. I think there are some restrictions. Um, the, 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 the downside to Anchor is they own your content, which means they can do whatever they want with it, however they want. This also means they can, in, they can do anything they want to your feed which means they could put ads in it. Now, do they? I don't, I, I mean, who knows? Um, so, um, uh, Todd Cochran, I think it was his name, from the Geek News Central podcast. I, I may have that name wrong, but I believe that was his name. Um, uh, was, a, was one of the people who was very influential early on in the podcasting world. And um, one of the best pieces of advice that I ever heard him say was, whatever you do, make sure you own your feed and make sure you own your content. Because if you don't, you know, then someone can steal it away from you. And how true that is. So, so my best advice to you is, yes, you could go to Anchor. And, and if you're just wanting to, to, to put stuff up, just to be fun and, and you don't really care whether or not they own it, that's fine. But if, but if you do care and you want a, a longer-term solution, then Anchor is probably not the choice, uh, the platform of choice that you want to use. The beauty of Anchor is, is that you can, you can podcast directly from your iPhone you know, using the Anchor app um, or, or, or an iPad. And it's all pretty self-contained, right? So you, you know, it can record the podcast, it can upload it, it can do all of that for you. Um, you know, but you get what you pay for. Uh, that's my only advice to you here: is be warned. Um, again, depending upon what your what your needs are, will depend on what you want to what you want to do. Um, the next thing is to is 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 really probably the the first thing that we probably should have mentioned really, which is whenever you're looking at a hosting solution for your podcast, you want to make sure that the platform you're choosing is accessible, right? That's probably the most important thing. And, and the tools that you use and the, and the things that you do um, are going to be easily, um, uh, well, you, you'll be able to do them yourself very easily, Right. You don't want to have a situation where you're jumping through technical hurdles because the website or the apps, whatever you're using, have accessibility issues. 
I think the I think the favorite choice right now, if you were to ask um, a number of people, especially in the blindness community, um, it's not free. But again, you get what you pay for. Um, the service of choice is Pinecast. Um, P-I-N-E-C-A-S-T. Uh, I, I know from experience and, and working with a developer on their Pinecast uh, platform that he is deeply committed to accessibility and has made extensive changes to make it more robust for screen reader users. Um, it's what the, um, it's what ACB uses for all of our podcasting uh, platforms now. Um, and uh, they use Cloudflare, Cloudflare for uh, distributing the podcast, which means downloads happen lightning fast. It's really, really fast. Um, and you can, you can do some, some, some really great things on that platform. And you have unlimited uh, number of podcasts if you want to upload them. Um, you, you can buy different tiers of, uh, uh, of support from Pinecast and you get different features. So I won't go into all of that here, but Pinecast is a, Pinecast is a great, great resource. I've noticed that um, when I upload stuff, by the time I get the show notes almost done, it's already uploaded. It is incredibly mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. So wrapping this up from a hosting standpoint, I think um, Pinecast is probably the uh, platform of choice. There are others. You could spin up a copy of WordPress and install some uh, plugins and, and build up your own platform. The problem with that is if, you, if your podcast gets really popular, then you're going to hear from your web host and they're going to be very unhappy with you because you're sucking all the bandwidth from everybody else. And so if you're really serious about putting up a podcast and you think it's going to get popular, you definitely want to pick one that is, uh, you know, both accessible and um, pretty inexpensive to be able to maintain. And I think uh, you would not go wrong um, with Pinecast. So Jeff, do you have any comments about Castos? Cause I think that may be the one that, that we're using. Is, is that I, I the same not. thing? And, um, okay. No, no, they're a different platform. Um, um, no, but it, but, but it is, but there it's are a tons of these. Right. Yeah. Okay. There are tons of these things. Right. There's, there, there, I mean, there's, there's, we, we could again, spend hours just talking about different sure. um, hosts. Um, right. I think, I think it really comes down to, you know, what you're looking for in a podcasting solution. Um, for us, it was, um, you know, elegant, um, really great dashboard so that you can track who's downloading your content, you know, what your most popular episodes are, what regions of the world are downloading it. You know, we, we can even track what people, how many people in a city are downloading um, podcast episodes. It's pretty, it's pretty scary really, when you think about it. But all of that is readily available because the IP addresses point to all that data. So, um, you know, uh, we're, able to, we're able to collect all that information. Um, and there's, um, Pinecast has a tip jar, so you can add a tip jar to the podcast feed. So if people want to, you know, give you a couple bucks, they can. Um, there's all kinds of features on Pinecast that, that make it probably the, the platform of, of choice. Um, personally but uh uh there's blueberry and there's and you know that there's plugins for wordpress and all, there's the there's 
dozens and dozens of way of putting up this content. You just need to, you know, really check around and base your decision on this from word of mouth. Um, that's really probably the best thing that you could do to be able to make your decision um, based on. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the cool thing that I like about Pinecast is that they're based on the cloud floor, Cloudflare platform, and that's used by Fortune 500 companies. So the backbone of that platform is really robust and it's lightning fast. I mean, it's re- I mean, we uploaded all of the main menu archives um, from, you know, for, for, I don't know, 300 and something, something episodes. And it took less than two minutes uh, for it to pull all of that and transfer it over to Pinecast. And it was done. And I mean, done. You could download any of them that you wanted. Um, we have more to do. But the bulk and we have more to up, do. Yeah, we, yeah, there's more to do. There's more to do, but but I, I, again, it's just it's just really really fast. Uh, what kind of hardware do you need if you if if you want to um, you know generate a podcast? Again, um, look, you, you, the, the the microphones and iPads and iPhones are so good, you probably can get away with just recording it on that. Um, if you're really picky, you could go nuts like like John and Larry and myself have, and and spend hundreds of dollars on microphones and you know get a fancy mixer and do all that kind of stuff, but you don't have to, you can podcast from your pocket. Um, and that's the beauty of, of the platform. You know, you can, you can record, uh, even from your Apple watch. I mean, uh, I've known podcasters who have put episodes up of just a recording from their Apple watch and you know what? It didn't sound half bad. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't recommend doing that necessarily, but if you wanted to do it, you definitely could. Um, so we, we could spend a whole hour talking about what hardware to get and, and what solutions would be best here, but you can start very, very simple and, um, grow into it and, and, uh, you know, learn as you go. So don't think that, that it's a hobby that if you wanted to get into it, that it would cost you, you know, thousands of dollars to do it. No, you could, you could do it as cheaply as free. Um, and as little as, you know, maybe, you know, a hundred or 200 a, a, a year, probably including hardware costs. Uh, if you wanted to get, you know, say, uh, an audio technica, uh, ATR 2005, for example, something like that. Um, so, you know, uh, and that would probably even include hosting, uh, hosting costs. You could, you could, you could do it pretty inexpensively. I think, I think the cheapest package on Pinecast now is $10 a month. So, for 120 bucks, you you would have a very robust platform to upload content. Now that doesn't get you all of the features. If you want all of the features on Pinecast, I think it's 50 a month. But for what you get for that 50 dollars, it's a it's a steal. Um, Libsyn would charge you a lot lot more for what you would get from um, Pinecast for sure, most definitely. So let's see if people have any questions. We have two hands so far, so we probably can get to those pretty quickly. Okay. Okay. And the repeat repeat questioners, yeah. Okay, there's a a phone user from area code 718. Bob Bob from the Bronx again. Uh, Do you have a recommendation for a lapel mic that has good enough sound? that's all because I I find even a lot of Zoom hosts in podcasts they sound like they're a hundred feet from the mic and the room is has is all echoey and all that and I I think it's it's important 
for the host to be on mic and for the uh, you know to have fairly good fidelity. I personally don't like the lapel mics because they rub on your shirt or can. Um, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I personally do not do not um, like them. I I like a good, you know, like a like my my, my favorite. If you in the order of of uh, least expensive to probably the top notch that that i would suggest for a consumer i would go with and i mentioned them all uh, mentioned one already um the audio technica um atr it used to be the atr 2100 it's a great mic because it's it's uh, it's now the atr 2005 but it's a great mic because it has an xlr connector on it and it's got usb so even if you don't have a mixer you plug it in usb if you have a mixer you can plug it in using an xlr cable and the cool thing about that is you have to be right up on that thing. And it's gonna not, you're not going to get echo around the room. At least you're going to minimize it substantially because it's going to focus on what it's hearing directly in, you know, into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and that's true with the mics that we have, Larry. Um, yeah, you, really, you, know, you really have to be right up on those things. But boy, uh, if, you, if you are, you know, you, you're going to sound like a, you know, just an amazing rock star um but you're but the mics we have are about 350 bucks so oh, yeah. um you probably but, don't want to spend that it. but a good but it, ATR it depends on what you want right but a good atr 2005 is going to run you on sale about 60 mm-hmm. um 60 to 70 and um uh allison sheridan uh from the silicast or, or podfeet.com did a whole uh, set of videos and recordings of different microphones. And, and honestly, um, you probably couldn't tell the difference between the $60 microphone and a $250 microphone. Um, the, the, the quality of that mic is outstanding. Oh, so are these things you're quoting, are they headsets too, or are they just simply No, the standard mics. Just mics. Standard mics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ron, let's go to Marcy next yeah. because she's not asked yeah. a question yet. Jeff, great presentation. Thank you. Do you have a recommendation for a resource for a person to, you know, start a podcast from start to finish? I know Jonathan Mosen had the Unleash Your Inner podcast. Do you still recommend that? Yeah, um, I would um okay i would um i know jonathan mosen has a really good book and honestly that that is probably still a very very good resource to use this 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 technology hasn't changed in a long time i mean some of the things have changed but overall it really hasn't changed especially Um, the parts where he talks about the hardware to use and the kinds of exactly that's excellent Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I'd like to do something with Computers for the Blind where I'd like to split it up where, you know, we talk about maybe to a board member, to a company that's donated computers to us, to a computer user, and then leave them with the tip for how to use the computers. And I think... Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Yeah, I think that would be really cool to outline, you know, six or seven episodes, get the people involved. You could do that. Absolutely. Yeah, totally want to get... 
you know, really familiar with the, the pine cast. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just want to uh, see how that would go. Cause I think it would go super well. Yeah. I, I think, think it would. I think it would. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Well, uh, if, uh, are there any other questions? Uh, Mitchell has his hand up. Mitchell, yeah. Thank you, Marcy. Sure. <laughs> hey, Mitchell, what's up? Hey, Jeff. Great job, as always. Hey, um, how's it going with that uh, main menu archive feed? Uh, well, when we have time, we're, again, we're all volunteers on the project, so when we have time, we'll be getting, uh, we'll be wor- working on the main menu legacy feed. Um, but I, we appreciate your interest on it, though, very, very much. Yeah, I got yeah. stuck in my Victor Reader waiting for it to update. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Okay. No, no, yeah, we haven't finished it yet, and it's it's going to be a little while. But, yeah, but we're we're, 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 try, we're trying to get a bunch of other stuff posted first. But okay. yeah, we appreciate we appreciate the interest. Okay, well, this is what I'd like to do. Um, I'm going to leave my contact information, so if people want to be able to reach out and um, you know ask any specific questions or or uh, anything like that, by all means. Don't hesitate to to do that because I'm happy to to help where I can. You can um, find me on the Tech Talk list. I'm there too. So you could post there or you can e- email me directly at jeff at jeffbishop.com, J-E-F-F at jeffbishop.com. And uh, I'm happy to, to respond to any messages that might come my way. Um, I, I, I'm a bit busy, but um, so don't expect to turn around instantaneously, but I will get to you as quickly as I can. Thanks. It's been a great hour as usual. Thanks, we'll guys. Edit this and get this up here in a couple of days. Thanks so much, Woo-hoo. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Great, great talk. Yeah, thank and you. John, John uh, Gassman, tell us about next week. Next week, if all goes as planned, uh, some of you have heard and played with the Envision app where you can, it's a lot like seeing AI, seeing AI and, a, and a lot of things that it does with regard to the uh, reading of barcodes and reading of texts and so forth and documents. Well, now they've got it in the glasses and we're going to have a representative come on and talk specifically about the glasses. And they hope to have a lot of other uh, uh, resources added to that particular platform. Glasses have just come out here fairly recently. So we should be hearing from them in in time for next Monday's Tech Talk. So we hope you'll tune in. And thanks, everybody, for your great questions. It went smoothly, went very well, and we thank you so much for being with us. And um, join us again next time, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, next Monday night for Tech Talk.